Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Unbarred Woman. I hope you are having a wonderful day, a wonderful week. If you are listening to this on Sunday or maybe on Monday, the start of a new week. Okay, let me just pause here for a second. I know there's a lot of hate for Mondays, but there is really something that's also kind of motivating about Mondays, you know? Like, I feel like in the corporate world, it's very much like Mondays suck, you know, Garfield or whatever. Well, I think that was the cat's name, the orange cat that ate lasagna and hated Mondays. That was his thing, right? (laughs) I hope you know what I'm talking about. But so there's like that side of it. But then there's also like Monday comes around and we're just motivated to crush our goals for this week and follow through on our plans. And or maybe that's just me. I don't know. But um, either way, this is a very long ramble of me saying that whatever day it is that you're listening to this, I hope you're having a good day. (laughs) I went to hot yoga earlier today and I haven't been in, I think probably about a month now, which is crazy that it's been that long, but I was reminded just how much I love it It is so incredibly good for my body and my mind and my soul. I left just feeling so ready for this week. And also just like any any issues or like, I feel like we all, especially as adults, there's just always something happening in life, you know? And I find that whenever I do my hot yoga class, I just feel so much more grounded. And I feel like when I was laying there in Shavasana, which if you don't do yoga, (laughs) it's the pose where you're literally just laying on the floor. Um, And you're just like being attentive to your breath. I personally find that it's kind of like a meditation. And when I was doing that today, I had a little, um, I don't know if I want to use the word vision, like I didn't see anything, but like my higher self came and spoke to me and like to my inner child and just reminded me that, you know, I'm not alone. And yeah, it was just a beautiful moment. And, um, if you haven't tried hot yoga before, I do recommend it for sure. This was the yin yoga practice. So it was a very passive class. Um, but personally, I love that for Sundays leading into the week. I feel like it just really sets me up for the week ahead. All right. (laughs) Today, I have a conversation I'm going to be bringing to you. It was actually recorded during COVID. So you are going to notice during during the conversation that there are a few moments where we're talking a little bit about the kind of life in the pandemic. And I consider not 
putting this out because of that. But honestly, I think that the information that is in this is so incredibly helpful. And I think that it will really help you to reach your goals and to overcome frustration and to become motivated in your life again. So I'm bringing you a TEDx speaker. Her name is Corey Lowe. And we're going to chat about motivation and clarifying what she calls the overwhelm culprits. So she provides a practical framework to figure out what's causing you overwhelm and frustration in your life and how to address it so you can move forward. Corey is also going to be launching a new show called The Corey Lowe Radio. Uh, so please, if you want to stay updated on when that will be released or to get more information from her, learn more from her, you can find her on Instagram at I am Corey Lowe. That's I-A-M-C-O-R-R-I-E-L-O. So she's really great and I hope that you just you listen to this episode and you come out of it on the other side just feeling totally ready to figure out life and you're motivated to reach your goals and follow your dreams and yeah that's that's what I hope for you today I would also greatly appreciate if you enjoy the podcast. I would really love it if you subscribe and rate it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as that really helps me out a lot. But yeah, guys, I hope that you enjoy this. Okay, I will chat with you next week. Today, we have a guest on the show. Her name is Corey Lowe, and she is a life and business strategist, a coach, professional motivational speaker, a host, influencer, and motivational maven. And today, she is going to talk to us about motivation. I don't know about you, but I am seriously needing some help in this area these days. She is going to share with us her framework that she has created to be able to kind of kick your ass into gear with motivation. I know that you will learn so much from this interview. So if you want to hear all about her tips on motivation, then just keep listening. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Motivation is one of my favorite things to talk about. So, well, I think we all need a lot of it right now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we were saying before, we're in strange times right now. So, if you could use any kind of kick in the pants, it's it's now that we all need it, right? Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. So, can we just start out by you telling us a little bit about yourself and your story? Sure. So um, I'll give what I call the Reader's Digest version. Uh, and I, I go about this more in depth in my TED Talk, but this is the short version. So basically, I went to college and I got a very expensive piece of paper that says I could draw well. So I graduated with an art degree, didn't know what to do with myself, um, and ended up taking a job with my family's company as a graphic designer. They're like, okay, well, you can either wait till you can work for us, one or the other. 
Uh, so I had figured it was going to be a short-term thing. And 15 years later, I blink and I'm senior vice president running the organization. It was a large electronics distributorship uh, in the Northeastern United States. So it was a big operation and I found myself running it. And I was convinced that I was happy running it. And, um, you know, short version of the story is over time, I felt kind of weird. I was um, kind of stressed out. I, I describe it as being, I felt weird, <laughs> quote unquote, <laughs> where truth was I was really depressed uh, and I couldn't pinpoint why. And it took me losing somebody that I love dearly to suicide to kind of have that gap to realize like, no, where I am in my life right now isn't what I want. I need to make some very major changes because at the time I had a um, young five-month-old son. You know, I was a single mother. A lot of stuff had happened in a very, very short time frame, And so I made the decision to leave my family's business and start my own coaching practice. I work as a small business coach now um, and I do, you know, professional public speaking, um, share stuff on my platforms, <laughs> kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> built an entire um, yeah, brand, I guess you could say, but uh, that's, that's the short version of my story. Right there. Yeah. And that's so amazing too. <laughs> I absolutely love your story. And I want to say also, I am sorry for your loss. Um, oh, thank you. I yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I know that it's challenging. It's challenging, but I mean, at the same time too, and, and number one, let me preface things by saying that, you know, story does have a happy ending. I have a wonderful partner right now. He's upstairs waiting for me to finish. <laughs> Uh, this podcast right now, but no truth is, I mean, it's, you know, the relationship with my loved one that I lost, it served so many different purposes that I am so truly grateful for. He taught me so many things that I would not be the person I am today for my current partner. Um, you know, that he ultimately ended up needing had I not gone through that experience. So while, yeah, of course I love, and I loved him and wish that he was still here today. His loss didn't go without purpose. Because yeah. it was through losing him that I was able to accomplish what I've accomplished today. Yeah. So definitely, you know, nothing to kind of sit and be sad about. Of course, his loss is sad, but, yeah. you know, you could rise from the ashes. It depends on how you, you know, when we're talking about motivation, it's what are you going to make out of it? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that it's incredible that, like, you're able to take that and really, like, find the good in it. Like, obviously, it's a terrible situation, but mm-hmm. you're able to find the good in it and use that and... I think that is so inspiring. Well, it's actually my mission at this point because, and I kind of glossed over this in the early part of my story, but, you know, losing him was the, you know, kind of like the the final part of a saga that lasted over five years of my life. I had a miscarriage. I realized I was in an abusive marriage. I got a divorce. My son arrived. You know, it was just like such a disaster, like for those five years. And then it ended with me, you know, losing, you know, my post-divorce partner. So what I learned through that series of events was every single loss was meant to teach me something, you know, so now for me, you know, my mission and what I do in my coaching and speaking is I want, I I truly want people to view their challenges as opportunities to learn, you know, instead of as excuses, because so many people, they're like, oh, well, you know, I got divorced, so I can't do you know, whatever, like my life's on pause. And that's not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. Um, So yeah, I'm very, very passionate about that now. Well, that's really amazing. I am so happy to hear that. So I watched your TEDx video and I loved it. Um, And you go through your your motivation method, your five C's. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you can kind of walk us through that a little bit. 
Sure. So the five C's, I'm calling them the overwhelmed culprits now um, since the TEDx talk, because it kind of makes it a little easier to explain what they are. But generally I found, and the thing that's beautiful about the system too, is it works for both your life and your business if you're a business owner. So it goes hand in hand, but there are five overwhelm culprits that will cause you overwhelm and frustration in your life or your business. And if you can use them to identify what that thing is, it becomes much easier to address what's not working for you to be able to move forward. right? Right. So they're all super easy to remember. They all begin with a C. So first one is clarity. You know, if you're not clear on, you know, where you are today, where you want to be and what's getting in the way, you're just simply not going to get there. Um, first and foremost, so clarity. Second one is confidence. You know, and unfortunately, we are all responsible for our own confidence. So a lot of people, they get held up because they don't believe that they could do something or they don't think that they have the skills that they need. Um, or even if it's a business, as an example, that their team doesn't believe that they can accomplish something. Guess what? It's your responsibility mm. to make sure that they learn the skills that they need to be successful, right? So confidence is another huge factor. Yeah. Um, third one is community. And when I say community, I mean the people supporting you as well as your environment, right? right. So, um, you know, and I mentioned this in the TED Talk too, there's a famous quote by the motivational speaker, Jim Rohn. That says, uh, we are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if those five people either don't know how to do what it is you want to do, don't believe that you could do it, or don't think that they could do it themselves, it's going to be that much harder for you to do whatever that is that you, you dream of, right? So it's your responsibility to surround yourself with people that are cheering you on and are creating that environment for you to succeed. Absolutely. Um, So that community... (laughs) Um, fourth one is what I call conditioning and conditioning is your physical health and wellness and your mental wellness too. So it's kind of, it's all comprehensive. So, you know, especially in the business world, it's so common for people to work 60 plus hours a week, um, you know, and just work well into the night. And it's just, it's simply not healthy because ultimately you're pouring from an empty cup. You're not as productive as you could possibly be. And you're giving half of the best of you to everybody in your life and even less of it to yourself as a result. Mm -hmm. So it's so, so important to take care of your physical health, exercise, you know, eat well, you know, treat your body right. And also I'm a big uh, proponent of meditation. I view meditation as being exercise (laughs) for your brain. Um, You know, so many people who have issues with anxiety and stuff like that. Meditation is how you can tame that right? Learning it as a skill. So I talk a lot about that, you know, in terms of my conditioning. And then the very last one is called um, consistency. So with the prior four C's, none of it makes any difference at all if you're not consistent in your actions. So um, one of the the quotes that I, I noticed gets tweeted a lot after I speak, it's to live an extraordinary life, it requires extraordinary action. And I it's true. that. But it's the truth. It's, you know, the the people who get the best results are the ones that try, try and try again. And there's consistency Mm -hmm. in their actions. So you can have a fantastic plan, but if you don't have a system in place to keep you accountable towards what it is you want, you're not going to get there. Right. So that's the five C's. (laughs) Well, I love that you have taken something that honestly, like, at least to me, it has always seemed so theoretical and you've like actually broken it down into like steps that are practical and I loved in your TEDx talk that you mentioned like you know at any point that you're feeling overwhelmed or frustrated you can stop and you can look at these areas right it's usually overwhelm is the sign 
right? So many people view overwhelm as like this negative thing, but for me, and I think it's one of the reasons, because I actually talk in the TED Talk that it's, it takes a lot for me to get overwhelmed. Um, I described it as me being like the frog in boiling water. By the time that I'm actually there, it's so well beyond what it would be for other people. But um, the reason for that is because I always knew that if I was feeling overwhelmed, that was a sign that something in my current strategy wasn't working for my current reality, right? Right. So something changed. So the same actions weren't having the same results. So for me, the logical thing was, okay, well, I got to change something. Yeah. And the five C's just kind of became what that was you need to change. You know, like you had mentioned before, you know, it is simple. You know, when I had first written it out, I'm kind of like, this seems almost like too simple. I was almost embarrassed (laughs) to talk about it. But you shouldn't um, be. (laughs) It's funny because, you know, it's yourself being your, you know, own worst critic in a way. I'm kind of like, this is too simple to like explain to people. So I shouldn't even bother. But really, it's (laughs) sometimes it's that simplicity that makes it easier for people to take actions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, um, I mean, okay, so for me, whenever I lose motivation on something, I, I do get like very frustrated with myself because it's like, okay, come on, you need to get going. You need to get going. Mm -hmm. But then you never, at least I never really knew like where to start with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this framework actually offers you that it's like, here, this is where you start and then go. Yeah. And that you brought up a great point too, because I think a lot of times when it comes to motivation, you know, people will be like, I'll I'll get questions like, you know, Corey, I want to start working out or blah, blah, blah. I just can't get myself to wake up early right? And really what it comes down to is using those five C's, you can usually identify, okay, well, you know, you're too tired, right? Right. Okay, well, that means that, you know, you're probably lacking on the conditioning side. So maybe you need to get, you know, an extra three hours of sleep for a week before you even try, you know, or maybe you need to look at what you're eating, or it could be too, you know, this is going the other route, maybe that's not the problem, right? So you are getting enough sleep, you are eating okay, you know, so the, the disconnect isn't there. Maybe it's more that it's not really a priority. And that's something that you learn through, you know, the, the clarity, Right. Session. You Absolutely. know what I mean? That if it's not really in alignment with what you really believe that you yes. should be doing and you're kind of assuming it that everybody else is thinking, oh, well, you know, I should be working out, then maybe that's the disconnect. So the system is great in that it kind of helps wherever you might fall on the spectrum. Yeah. Get some kind of insight as to what you need to kind of get going. No, absolutely. I am like actually so excited to like sit down and use it. So excited for this. <laughs> so I'm wondering, uh, in your experience personally and through coaching others, what would you say is the most common mistake people make when like they're trying to regain motivation? I would say probably the most common and it kind of ties back to what I alluded to before is to take the same actions you were taking before. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of times the reason that you hit the bump in the road is because something changed. So what you were doing before is no longer going to work in this new scenario. So you kind of really have to identify, okay, well, what changed to then be able to figure out what it is you could do. And then usually too, what I find is in being able to identify what that is, then you become kind of reinvigorated by being like, yeah, I got a new plan. This is great. And then you kind of double back down on wanting to take action where before it wasn't working and you're not as motivated to continue to take action because those actions aren't showing you results. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you said that actually, because I, I know for myself, if I, if I'm feeling motivated, generally what I go back to is like my notebook and I just like start planning and Mm -hmm. I always find even if the plan is horrible and like stands up for a day or two and then it's Mm -hmm. out the window again, 
either way, I felt motivated for like a day or two. Yeah, because you're taking control. It's your, it's um, within your own power. Yeah. So when we come across these moments in our life where we are feeling overwhelmed or frustrated, then do you recommend that we literally just sit down and like, whether it's our personal life or our professional life, get out a notebook and work through the five C's? Like, is there, um, can we go like in order? Does it like, does that really matter? You could go in order. You definitely need to do clarity first. Okay. Um, because Clary will give you some insight even to the other, you know, four C's. Uh, the one thing that I usually recommend for my clients, and I even do it myself, when you feel that sense of, you know, overwhelm and frustration to start is to do what I call the brain dump. Okay. Where you yes. just sit down and you get a, a journal or a book and you just write out everything on your mind. Yeah. No filter, no nothing, just let it all out. Because then from there, a lot of times when you're, you're writing stuff out, you'll realize like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, why am I worried about this? Because this doesn't need to be done for another six months or yes. why, you know, it helps you kind of like prioritize your thoughts and, um, uh, yeah, it helps kind of get you back on track. So that's the number one thing that helps. And then from there, after you do the brain dump, then I'd recommend looking and seeing, okay, well, of what I wrote down, where within the five C's do these fit? And you might find that you have a specific C that keeps standing out. Or if you want an even quicker way to do this, I actually have a quiz on my website. You go to corylowe.com backslash um, overwhelm culprit. Okay. And it'll, it's like a five question quiz and it'll actually tell you what your overwhelm culprit is. Oh, interesting. So like <laughs> yeah. which one of the C's is kind which of one like of the your C's biggest... is your problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's very handy. I'll give you a place to start. Yeah, that's great. So I am also wondering, um, like, like we kind of talked about or touched on a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. our current global crisis, mm-hmm. how do you think that that is like playing a role in our motivation? Or do you think it's playing a role in our motivation? I just, I know that a lot of people that I talk to are struggling and they're a big thing that they're struggling with is finding the motivation or the energy to Mm -hmm. even do like their day-to-day stuff. Right. Well, and in the COVID situation in particular, and this was kind of like an aha moment I had a few weeks ago, because I was on a networking meeting and they were like, we want you to talk about the five C's. And I was trying to think of how to apply it to a business scenario um, because the people I was speaking to were a bunch of small business owners. And I realized, well, the five C's also works really well as a plan to take action, not just what's your problem, but what can you do, right? So thinking of it in terms of, you know, COVID, and this again would work well for for individuals or businesses, right? When you kind of break them down, clarity, right? What is it that you could be doing to help your community or to help your customers right now? What are their problems? You know, get clarity on what those questions are. right? Um, Going for confidence. Now is the perfect time. If you've never felt confident on a specific skill, take an online course, get a certification. We have extra downtime right now, right? So again, it's about taking action. Um, Your community, same thing. Who's somebody that you haven't spoken to? Like reach out to people within your network, reach out to family and friends, make sure everybody's safe. If you have the ability to help out and ask uh, to help people, you know, ask them, how can I help you? Um, now's the time to start building those relationships and also ask for introductions. If you're in business right now and you can't be doing anything right now, now's a good time to, you know, ask like, Hey, I'm looking for connections to, you know, estate planners. I don't know what that might look like for you, but now's a good time to be on the phone and start fostering some of those relationships. Right. 
Um, you know, condition goes without saying, you know, our mental health right now is so, so important. Take that extra time, sleep a little bit more, you know, learn to meditate. So many uh, yoga studios are doing online classes now. There's no excuse not to work out. You can do it from home now. Yeah. Um, you know, and then lastly, that consistency factor, it's the same thing. So just make sure every single day that you have a consistent routine. It's not just, you know, you know, go through the day and then put on your evening pajamas, you know, wake up, shower, you know, have a specific time that you, you know, go to work or look for jobs or whatever that situation might be for you. But, you know, like I mentioned before, you could take the five C's and apply it to action as opposed to what your overwhelm is. Yeah, that's great. And I, I, I really love that because yeah, like it's, it really is such a fantastic strategy. Like it's, I, like I said, it's very simple, but it's so like complex in a way, like it offers you so many (laughs) solutions. And like, I mean, if I'm stuck, I can go here. If I just need energy or motivation, I can go here. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's great. (laughs) I love it. Um, so in your TEDx talk, this is totally not on the topic of motivation. Okay. <laughs> Just needed to know this. Um, in your TEDx talk, you mentioned that you met Oprah. I and did. I need to know, I need to know how this happened. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, she probably won't even remember, but uh, I did meet her. Um, when I mentioned earlier, my family's business was an electronics distribution. So we used to work uh, with the telecommunications industry. So I actually met her at an event uh, where she was speaking on behalf of OWN Network oh, at a meet and greet. Yeah. So I was one of the people who were like, this is Oprah. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, amazing. But yes, it did actually happen. And it's funny because I had the photo posted on my Facebook for a long time and people thought it was Photoshopped. And I'm like, yeah. it's not Photoshopped. This is real. <laughs> oh my God. Is she like as cool as she seems? <laughs> the most humble people I've ever met really yeah mm-hmm. okay. so so humble so nice mm-hmm. yeah that's amazing <laughs> that's amazing no when you when I heard you say it I was like I'm gonna have to ask her about this <laughs> yeah it's usually after I do a keynote if I do that as a keynote the first question in the Q&A is <laughs> did you meet Oprah? <laughs> so you knew it was coming <laughs> oh I knew it was coming I mean I was yeah. at the event that day because I knew I was gonna meet Oprah but <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Okay, so we will wrap it up. But I'm wondering, do you have like, kind of one final piece of advice or really like, whatever words of wisdom, anything like that? um, Just for the listeners, it can be on motivation, it can literally even just be on, you know, our current situation, any anything at all. There's a quote from the Sufi poet Rumi (laughs) that I love. And I think it really, really applies right now because I talked a lot about loss, you know, through, through my life in those five years, all the different things I lost. And it's the same thing right now with COVID. Um, You know, we're going through not only losing loved ones, but the loss of, you know, life as we knew it to normalcy. You know, there's a lot of things that people are grieving right now, even just, you know, kids going back to school. Um, And this poem really kind of helped me through all those, those, um, challenges. So let me just see, cause I, w- I don't want to ad lib it. All right. So this is a shortened version of it. Okay. It said, do not grieve. Everything you lose comes around in another, another form. Oh, can you, you know, and it's it? the truth. Do not yeah. grieve. Everything you lose comes around in another form. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and from my own experience, everything I've ever lost, I've always gotten something. I don't want to say better, 
but my, my situation was always improved as a result of having lost it. Yeah. And it could have ranged from, you know, having a different appreciation to, you know, what I had or, you know, um, knowing what to look for, you know, that I knew that I needed something different. Yeah. No matter what, everything was always improved after. So even with everything that's going on right now with COVID, you know, I, I guarantee you, you could quote me on this, the way that the world works right now, especially when it comes to business will never be the same. You're going to see been a lot wondering. more stuff online. Yes. Um, you know, I think a lot of businesses are going to realize, wow, having a work from home workforce saves us a lot of money and overhead, right. <laughs> you know, so little things like that, um, you know, and people are going to get used to being able to do their yoga class online and not having to get a babysitter to go, you know, while they watch the kids that go to the class. So I think certain things, this is going to end up being the new norm yeah. in a way. And we're going to take a lot of this stuff with us. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. No. So that's one of the reasons I love that quote. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And again, very similar to your framework. It's so simple yet like so profound. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, this has been fantastic. You've literally like given me so much to think about and I know people are going to love hearing about this. I think that what you do is absolutely amazing and again going back to the loss, I think that it's absolutely incredible that you have been able to take that and do something so wonderful with it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's been an absolute honor being on here. Well, thank you so much for coming. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. All right, guys, that was my interview with Corey Lowe. She is so absolutely inspiring. And I hope that you took away as much from that interview as I did. 